0: Everybody, welcome back. Good news. I remembered to hit record this time. So Liz and I are <laughs> here.
1: I'm very happy to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're just going to jump right in. I'll turn it over to you, Liz.
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, as always, we are going to talk about our practice notes first, which if you are new, you um, we kind of talk about what we've learned on the mat. Sometimes we're super literal and it really is what we've learned, um, in our yoga practice. And then sometimes it's kind of what we've learned on the mat that can also translate off the mat. And I feel like this is something that comes up in one way or another all of the time. Um, <laughs> and I've probably talked about it before. I definitely have talked about it before. Um, but this was a week where, it's, I feel like it's showed up in a big way for me. So it's high school basketball season, which means that I am spending about eight hours a week, sometimes 12 hours a week sitting in bleachers. Um, yeah, it's terrible. And listen, why have I not just finally broken down and bought one of those bleacher seats that the smart moms have? I don't know why, but I haven't done it. Um, although I might now, but this is something that I've done for the last few years, And it hasn't really bothered me, but um, my low back has been killing me. And I know that's why. Yeah. Um, And I've just kind of been like letting it hurt. (laughs) This is just what it is. This is just what it is. And I was recording some videos for the studio the other day and was like, Oh, I'm going to do like a low, a low back practice because I need that. Uh And I stopped and was like, Why have you not been just practicing a low back practice for the last four months? (laughs) And your back has been (laughs) because I legitimately felt so much better afterwards.
0: Wow, and I
1: just stopped and was like, How often do we have the tools that we need for whatever? Like, whether it's something going on in your body, whether it's something going on emotionally, whether it's something going on with your family. Like sometimes you have the tools that you need and you just don't access them because it's you. Because had someone said to me in the last four months, if I'd been sitting with another parent and they were like, these bleachers are really killing my low back. I would have been really quick to be like, I know some things that could help with that. But so often like we do have, sometimes we don't have the tools that we need and we have to be like really proactive in pursuing those things. But sometimes at least for me, I have the tools that I need to help ease pain or discomfort or to help process something in my own life. And I just don't access it because it's me. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've just been thinking about that this week and, um, I'm going to be better about accessing the tools that I have, especially right now for my low back.
0: <laughs> yes, Oh my gosh. My back would be killing me if I was sitting on a it's bleacher.
1: It's bad. It's really bad. And I think part of the reason I haven't done anything is because I've just been like, why is this happening all of a sudden? Like it's never happened in years prior. And I'm like, it's happening all of a sudden because you're getting older. That's why.
0: When time on the bleachers. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So access
1: the tools that you have.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it kind of sounds like you're saying it's like almost too simple when yes. you use the tools yourself. It feels like it's not even 100%. something that you think of. Yeah, absolutely. Like, do you think if somebody was like, oh, you should get a massage or a chiropractor, you would have almost been more open to that than yes. just yes. maybe a I absolutely
1: would have. Yeah. I was like, yes, you're right. (laughs) But I was thinking through, like, I was thinking through, like, oh, what video should I, you know, what video should I record? And I was like, oh, well, we can just kill two birds with one stone here. And I can, like, work out some low back stuff and record a video at the same time. And I was like, what? Like, I could do a two-hour yoga practice with just my low back. What is wrong (laughs) Don't worry. The studio video is not two hours long, Um, but (laughs) I've had this whole time. I've literally had everything that I needed to help with that discomfort. And just, I, I don't even know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good reminder to remember what we actually do have. Cause it's so often that we're like, Oh, I don't have what we need or it's too expensive. And it sounds like you spent 15 minutes stretching your back and you're like, I'm a new person exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a good one
1: this section could also be called Liz not thinking through things clearly
0: (laughs) well I kind of feel like that's the whole thing like that's the practice part of it is yeah you know you realize it when you do and I think most of us aren't seeing these kinds of things instantaneously and I feel like that's the invitation of practice is to be like oh Here's a new insight, and maybe next time it'll only take you three months and not four to figure that out. Oh, please,
1: God, let that be true.
0: <laughs> I just feel like that's what we're like as humans.
1: Yeah, I think so. Too. We get
0: this stuff all the time. Yep. Um, mine is so I've been seeing a lot of stuff in my social media feed in email newsletters that I receive about ignoring all of the New Year's dieting stuff that comes your way, um, which obviously I fully support that. (laughs) That's a a definite must. Um, But what's been interesting this year is that I'm seeing that advice to ignore it, but I'm not seeing the first piece Mm. the New Year's dieting stuff. Yeah, It it just kind of hit me the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, I really don't think I've seen any of this. And it made me take a moment to pause and celebrate times in the past that I have, you know, kind of been intentional about what's coming into my social media feed, my email inbox, my, you know, actual mailbox in terms of magazines, things like that. Um, And it definitely is good to have those reminders that when you do see those messages, um, kind of how to work with them, ignore them, switch your thinking, whatever the case is. But you know what's also easy is not seeing it at all. (laughs) Right. Yes, totally. So I'm just feeling a moment of celebration around that. This is kind of more about my body acceptance practice than yoga, although of course it's all related. Um. dropping a little encouragement for y'all here to do a little of that curation yourselves. Um, if that's appealing to you and then, uh, down the road in a few episodes, we are going to be talking about body positivity and social media. So we'll have more tips for you then too. I love it. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move into our main segment, a corner of the curve. And what we're talking about today, this is a conversation between the two of us, is about what our yoga practice looks like these days. So, as you probably know, if you're a listener or if you're new, you're finding out now, um, we are (laughs) really into being honest about the practical and kind of nitty gritty everyday things of practice. Um, We are not about some aspirational practice that does not fit your real life at all. So from time to time, we like to share about what our practice looks like right now, just kind of what's up for us, because as you're hearing through what we've shared so far, that's shifting over time. So we're going to go into that conversation right now. Okay. So we are going to talk in this segment about, what our real life practice looks like these days. We thought this would be a fun conversation because as you probably know, if you've been listening for a while, we have been asking our other curvy yoga teachers about this. Um, And it is an important part of curvy life, which is our new branch of curvy yoga. So we are going to get into it and share what's been true for us lately. So Liz, you want to kick us off? Yeah,
1: I'll start. So, I've kind of um, mentioned other things about um, me feeling like I'm in a new season of life and other podcasts and on social media a little bit. But I definitely um, have felt like there's been a shift in my body in the last year due to aging. So, Mm -hmm. So like something about hitting 37, 36 and 37. And I was kind of like, what is this? Oh, it's just like, I'm just... Getting older, and so, like, this is just what happens, right? So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my that has obviously been reflected in my practice on the mat. And, um, so my practice right now looks like being open to different things. I've also talked about how I can kind of get in like. A thing where I'm only doing the same things over and over again because I'm just doing what I like because it's my practice and I can do whatever I want <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, like I've talked about, I love hip openers, I love hip openers, and I love forward folds, and I also really like back bends and things like that. so um, you know, if it was up to me, that's what my practice would consist of entirely. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I've noticed that like as my body's been changing the last couple of years that some of those things are not as available as available to me as easily as they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. So, I need to be more mindful of and I'm am being more mindful of warming my body up more. Um taking more time to kind of like slowly get into things than I would have in the past. Um, And I find that those things that I love are still available to me, but it just takes more time to get there comfortably. Um, And also realizing that like, I'm going to injure myself. (laughs) If I don't take that time, right? So what I maybe needed to warm up, you know, with one or two poses for a few minutes before, like maybe I really need to spend more than a few minutes and more than one or two poses warming up or like gradually getting my hips into a deeper hip opener than I would have before. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think, you know, obviously this is definitely an on the mat and off the mat kind of thing, but- I am just having to be more aware of this is why certain things are happening. It's, you know, because you're getting older, it's not just tomorrow it's not going to change because I'm not going to get younger tomorrow. Um, (laughs) There's no rewinding. Um, So really my practice, I feel like I'm now really learning what it means to be mindful of my body in my yoga practice in a way that I haven't had to in the past.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Because this
1: is the first time in practicing for – I mean, I guess I'm going into like my eighth year of practicing yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the first time that my body really feels different due to aging. So maybe before my body would feel different because of where I was in my menstrual cycle or because I wasn't feeling great or – because of whatever. And those things are temporary. And then the next week I was just back to my regular self. Right. Um, but now it's like, no, this is the new, this is like a new, new. <laughs> yeah. And so just kind of getting into a new groove. So in a way my practice feels very new to me. Um which isn't, isn't a comfortable place for me, honestly. Like I like familiarity and I like things to feel like I know exactly what I need, but it's also fun. Like there's an exploration, I guess is how I need to look at it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and it feels like like a a deepening deepening because you're increasing awareness of what you need too.
1: It's really true.
0: Yeah. I feel like mine is somewhat similar in the sense of I feel at this point very adaptable to what I need on a given day. Yeah. And most days I feel like my practice is pretty slow. Um, like the pace is pretty slow. Yeah. But other days I can feel that I want to move more or more quickly. Yeah. And so I let myself do those things, which is a bit of a revelation. Like, oh, here's, here's what I need. I'm going to give it to myself. Yeah, <laughs>
1: totally.
0: Um, but similarly in my body, I have a lot of inherent, probably honestly too much in some ways, um, flexibility, particularly in my hips. Yeah. In the past few years, I've noticed that starting to create some minor problems. And I know that if that's starting, then those problems are just going to get worse if I keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I have started to not go as far as my body will allow because I know that it's going really like too far for me at yeah. this point in my life. Yeah. So for example, in a butterfly, I've never needed quote unquote a block under my knees. My knees will just like be down. Yeah. Um, but I put a block under there now because I know I'm just going a little bit too far. Yeah. Um, and I feel it later in the day or just in my life, like a little bit of instability or a small amount of pain that I'm trying to not make worse yeah. no, really not <laughs> later sense. in my life. Um, cause I think it's, you know, especially when I first started practicing kind of like you were saying, there were so many things that came differently, easier, etc. And I'm always curious if that is changes in my body. I certainly think that's part of it. Um, But also changes in my awareness of, oh, maybe I could do these things, but are they actually a good idea for me to be doing? It's like two different things. Yeah.
1: It's interesting because before we started recording, we were we were talking about consequences to our actions. (laughs) (laughs) And so you might not always feel those consequences in the moment. Yes. Right. But you might feel that you overworked your hips ten years from now. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. right and you've been doing
0: it for 10, for 10 years, years so that means that there's like a lot of built-up consequences
1: Oh yeah that's crazy
0: just waiting to come so yeah I think that's where I am right now on the mat and I tend to practice I prefer to practice in the morning but sometimes I will do it before bed as well yeah that's kind of like a book to the day
1: yeah that's good I like that I definitely prefer to practice at night too. I think I, there's something about like the kids being home and in bed or like mm-hmm. home and doing whatever they're doing. Everyone is like, good. I know they're not going to like text me or whatever. Where right. I feel like I'm less distracted and can be, can focus more. Hmm.
0: That, that makes sense. sense.
1: Yeah, it's good. I like it. Okay. What's your you off the mat one? Well? Yeah. So my off the mat, um, has to, and I guess it kind of ties in a little bit with what I just talked about on the mat, but I think my off the mat practice, and I think this is one of probably the biggest things that I've gotten from yoga, whether we're talking on the mat or off the mat is just, um, in, in my interactions with other people being really mindful of the fact that I have no clue where anyone is coming from ever.
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, um, I especially this time of year I find myself just because of some of the things I do I'm interacting with a lot I interact with a lot of people period but I'm interacting with a lot more people than I usually interact with and you know you kind of surround yourself with people that you mesh well with um right. you know your friends are you choose your friends <laughs> so right. you know you surround yourself with people that you feel good being with and this this time of year particularly in November and December I'm interacting with a lot of people who I don't interact with all the time. And sometimes, like, our personalities don't always mesh well together. And uh-huh. I think in the past, a lot of those the interactions that I have now would have offended me. And I would have felt, like, personally offended by the way things happened or by the way someone spoke to me or whatever. And I think just like – I have to be mindful of changes in my body and I have to be gracious with myself on the mat. Like it's helped me in dealing with people off the mat. And so this month, I mean, it really, I had an interaction with a school social worker the other day who's new to me. I don't, I don't really know her and we've never done this particular thing that we're doing right now together. And it's a little bit crazy and a little bit chaotic. And she did something differently. than we've typically done in the past, which made things more complicated than it needed to be. And Mm -hmm. I found myself being like, Oh my God, this is the worst!" Like (laughs) I'm never working with you ever again. And I had to stop myself and realize one, she's extremely young. This is her first year in the school. Like she's never done this before. Mm -hmm. Um, She just, she had no idea and no one told her. And so it helped me to just stop and be like, you need to not respond the way that you want to respond yes. <laughs> and you need to be gracious to her. So I think that this is like, this isn't just my off the practice or my off the mat practice now. Like this is all of the time, um, that I need to kind of be in this space, but it definitely shows up more for me right now in this time of year when I'm dealing with a lot of people that I don't normally deal with.
0: Yeah. yeah. Lots, yeah. lots of opportunities of practice. to practice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Lots and lots and lots
0: that's a good one. Yeah. Um, mine, I feel like is just paying attention to my life. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like this is kind of a weird way to put it, but I think what yoga has, I don't know, evolved to at this point in my life is I don't even want to necessarily use the word mindfulness. I feel like attention in some ways is a little bit more accurate for what I mean in terms of what's going on in my body, what's going on in my relationships, in my environment, in the world around me, um, and figuring out how to navigate those things. I think the word you used, grace, and graciousness is great, Um, with less reactivity. Yeah. And that certainly doesn't mean none. <laughs> um, but I feel like I have a little bit of a bigger picture view than I used to and can kind of choose in some ways, okay, what makes sense for me to respond to, what is, you know, your favorite thing to talk about, what's mine, what's someone else's, um, all yeah. those kinds of things I feel like help me to navigate my life. And of course, boundaries are a big part of that, which we've talked about a ton on here and will continue to for the rest of all time. (laughs) And it reminds me of this um, Mary Oliver line. I'm not sure if it's a whole poem. Um, It's instructions for living a life. Pay attention, be astonished, tell about it. Wow. I love (laughs) that. I know. And I feel like there's a good life motto, just kind of.
1: Oh my gosh. I love that for so it. many reasons. Mm-hmm. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. I really like the be astonished part. Um, because there is a lot to be astonished yes. by. Yeah. Um, I guess in good and bad ways, but I was thinking about it more in good ways. Yeah. Um, and tell about it, you know, be telling our stories. I think that's how we, learn, you know, both for ourselves, how other people can learn, um, and like doing that in a way that makes sense for us, not just being an open book about everything, yeah. but yeah, especially with our people, I really love to have those that. conversations. Yeah. We should both get a tattoo of that. Later. I
1: literally was sitting here going, how do we make this a tattoo? <laughs>
0: we'll have someone like create an image of it and then we'll, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love it.
1: That's so beautiful. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, So kind of relatedly, we're recording this before I've had the baby. And I am also trying to really just stay present with what is because sometimes I can get into a fear place of like, what's it going to be like when I give birth? How's it going to go? And my general attitude the whole time has been, you know, there's a particular way that I've been preparing. And Also, I have no control and have no idea over how it's going to go. So when I get into that fear place, I'm just like, okay, let's just come back to what is. Like, I don't know how it's going to go. So I don't really need to, like, go down this rabbit hole of how it is, could potentially go wrong in, like, every every possible way.
1: Right. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's something that has certainly been much harder for me in the past. Yeah. Um, that attention I think helps because I'm like, Oh, this, here's what I'm doing now. And I want to not be doing that because I'm not in that moment. And when I am in that moment, I will know what to do. Um, that's been one of my biggest therapy lessons lately is my therapist is always reminding me, she's like, do you feel like you generally know how to Navigate situations when they come up and i'm like actually Yes, I think i'm a lot better at that at least than I used to be because I am more In tune with my body more trusting of my intuition and what's true for me than I used to be And so i'm like, okay, I do have faith in my ability to do that in the moment um, and so whenever i'm projecting into the future she is always like when you're there then you'll know. Oh, that's amazing. And I'm like, oh, right. That's so good. Yeah, it's such a good reminder because it just lets me off the hook in the sense of like, oh, I don't have to know how, I don't know, we're going to have like family dinners in 10 years. Like, (laughs) I've never met this kid before. You know, like, I don't know. This
1: kid wants to live with me where we eat television in front of the TV like we've already talked about. (laughs) That's
0: right. You know, much less do I need to know exactly how things are going to go during the birth or what I'm going to be like immediately after birth in the new days of motherhood. Um, She's just like, you're going to know. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I inherently have every answer. It's more like some things I will know and other things I'll know I need support. And I'll know how to go get that support. It's called, it's
1: called Google. (laughs)
0: Right. <laughs> exactly. There's Google, there's this therapist, you know, whatever.
1: Well, I think too, like there's the more, like just particularly talking about you giving birth, like the more you in your head have set up that this is how it's going to be, the more likely you are going to be to be disappointed by your experience.
0: Right. Do you know,
1: like it just something that could, look a million ways and we plan it out in our head to look one way. And there's so many ways that it could look. And I think that it's so much easier, no matter how things go to find like the beauty in something. If you haven't set yourself up in a way that you feel like this is the way that it has to be in order for this to be a, a good experience.
0: Yeah. That's right.
1: Yeah. There's so many ways that it's going to be like a beautiful, good and good experience. Regardless of how you know it all plays out,
0: yeah. And when I'm not projecting into the future, I feel like that is generally where I am because yep. I'm just like, this baby's going to come out one way or another.
1: Yes, it is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, she is coming.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't I mean, think I you'll think... be the one woman that was pregnant forever. <laughs>
0: yeah that would be pretty wild um recently a couple people said your baby's gonna be here in weeks and I was like I'm not ready to count it in weeks Weeks, yet people (laughs) amazing I love it yeah
1: (laughs) that's so good okay
0: anything else you want to sharing this. this
1: I'm just really feeling convicted about me setting myself up for how I feel about when Jay goes to college and I need to stop doing that.
0: So, (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. It would be hard hard not to. to. I
1: know it's hard to not do with, whether it's your birth or your kid leaving, like it's hard to not anticipate. This is how it's going to feel. Right. Um, Maybe by then I'll just be sick of her and I'll be like, get out of the car. Bye. (laughs) doubtful yeah. very
0: doubtful yeah, pretty much no way that's going to happen but yeah oh, <laughs> like it's just like coming so fast and also you still have a good chunk of time I
1: know I know okay alright I'm not going to cry it's fine alright let's take a deep yeah. breath together <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously we're going to take a deep breath together just to close out <laughs> so inhale and exhale The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Namaste. Okay. We are back. We hope that you enjoyed that. And uh, our next portion of the podcast is called Curvy Collab, And this is just where we share a resource. And so my resource this week is... Um, Someone that you could follow on social media if you need to see positive images of yourself. (laughs) But also a place that you could potentially maybe find some clothes that you like. So I had a friend who we had a discussion um, around the holidays. She bought an outfit to wear to like a holiday party or something. She was like, I felt so amazing. And I just felt great about myself. And she was like, I decided that like I could actually probably have clothes that made me feel this way every single day. Now she's probably not going to wear like a sequins dress every single day, but <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> that she can buy some jeans that made her feel that same way. So we were talking about like places that you can buy clothes and. Um, she purchased this dress from a company, full disclosure, I have not purchased clothes to them, but I have been following them on social media for a long time. And I'm now going to purchase something at some point. Um, but it is Reb, Reb Dolls is their Instagram and it's just RebDolls.com. So it's R-E-B-D-O-L-L-S and they carry sizes extra small up to, I think like 32 or 34, um they've got some really cute stuff. They use models on their Instagram that are like real women, real sizes and all of those sizes that they carry. Um, so I know we talked a little bit just a little bit ago about, um, you know, Anna's part of part of why she's feeling kind of great and celebrating not having to see dieting stuff is because of what is in her social media. So um, if you are looking, for a place to just see women that look like you and purchase clothes that fit your body, I would definitely check them out for sure. And her dress was very cute.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, check it out for sure. Okay, so we're going to move into our gratitude section. Liz, what is yours?
1: I am super thankful this week for the sunshine. I know it sounds (laughs) very basic, but it has been really really rainy and I'm saying this to someone that lives in Portland <laughs> but it has been really extremely rainy and dark in Nashville which I actually kind of like I do like I like all kinds of weather um but it was getting to the point that I was like your girl is gonna need some vitamin d really soon so <laughs> the sun has been out the last two days And it's just really nice. And it's made me excited to know that like spring is coming and I can like get outside in the garden and plant things and all of that stuff. So I'm just really, I'm literally looking at the sunshine out the window right now. And I'm very thankful
0: for it. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, Mine is, you might be able to hear in my voice. I've been uh, sick and congested for a while. So mine is for humidifiers and Kleenex, which are (laughs) a really uh, integral part of my life right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just like all the teas, um, taking time to rest as needed, et cetera, so that hopefully one day I won't have to blow my nose 100 times a day. <laughs> yes,
1: and it will happen. Isn't it funny how you forget what good feels like?
0: Right, <laughs> yeah, and then the first time you feel good, you are like, oh, "I feel amazing."
1: I know have you discovered? I don't know if it's Kleenex brand. It might be uh, the cooling Kleenex. I think it is Kleenex. Is it actual what? Brand.
0: No. Yes,
1: Andre is obsessed with them. He uses them when he doesn't need to, but <laughs> there is literally—it's a cooling sensation.
0: You have
1: you have to find them. Yeah, they're great.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's fun.
0: I'm gonna go (laughs) get some. Thank you. (laughs) So that's that's our second resource recommendation for you this week:
1: (laughs) (laughs) is the Cooling Clean (laughs) Action.
0: It's so
1: funny. Yeah. Well, we all hope that you feel better soon. I feel like you can just blame this on the baby.
0: <laughs> I
1: will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Well, we are going to take one deep breath together just to close things out. So inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Namaste.